Welcome to the Ad Newsstand Podcast. I'm your host, Troy Reynolds. This is Season 4, Episode 6 of the podcast. This episode is titled Flocabulary. There are a lot of resources for implementing these educational hip-hop videos into your lesson plans. In TikTok Tech, I'm going to tell you about a teacher who figured out how to create a comment bank in Google Docs. And finally, in Tech Refresh, I provide you with a video for setting up your comment bank in Google Classroom. We've got a lot to get to, so let's not waste any more time. Let's dive in. Started right off the bat with a ton of resources from the TikTok Tech Corner. Jordan Cotton, Cotton Tech Coach on TikTok, has created a video to show you how to create a comment bank in Google Docs. Not in Google Classroom, but in Google Docs. You click on the video and it will take you to her TikTok page and that video specifically. Here's the video. You can see Jordan Cotton. It's going to show you exactly how to insert your uh, comment bank in Google Docs. And once you have created this in one Google Doc, it works across any Google Doc that you open under your account. So it's not just Google Classroom, but anything a kid turns in through Google Classroom, you can automatically use this comment bank um, in Google Classroom and in your Google Doc. So, let me show you real quick where to find it and how to set it up. She does an even better job. I'm just gonna show you a brief five, 10 second tutorial. So in Google, you go to tools, preferences, substitutions. Google already has built some substitutions for you. To build your own comment bank, you are gonna, going to find a word to replace. So you just type whatever word you want. You can say engage. And then on the other side, you can just type a whole bunch of words. And when you type the word engage, it will automatically insert all of the words that you have typed in this place. So if I say, okay, I hit engage and it types all the words that I have typed into uh, that substitution area. I highly encourage you to watch her TikTok video. Again, she does a much better job of explaining how this works and um, various places that you can use it. If you head to her website, jordancotton.com and you click on the link at the top called resources, she has created a Google sheet with um, many, many tech tools. And you can see just from the little screenshot here, she has categorized each and every one of them. So you can see from here, it's just presentations, interactive lessons, but she has them even broken down further into math, language arts, science, social studies. So definitely check out this resources she's created on her site, jordancotton.com slash resources, or you can just go to jordancotton.com and click on the resources button at the top. So watching her video encouraged me and gave me the idea to demonstrate how to create a common bank in Google Classroom. So if you click on my video, it will take you to my TikTok site and show you exactly how to create a comment bank in your Google Classroom. And it's great because anytime you open an assignment, you can automatically open up the comment bank, copy things in, and paste them into your responses to students. So if you are saying the same thing over and over again because students are making a similar mistake, it's an easy way for you to not have to continue to type the same thing every time, but be able to pull from your comment bank, especially year after year. So you might be okay with typing it one year, but if you know students year after year are making that same mistake, you don't have to remember exactly what you wrote because it is already built in your comment bank. So you can see if you click on the link, it just takes you right to this video and it will show you exactly where the comment bank is in your Google Classroom and show you how to set it up and how to utilize it in Google Classroom. Back in April of 2019, Nearpod purchased and then acquired Flocabulary to put underneath its education tech umbrella. And if you don't know what Flocabulary is or your school district doesn't have that add-on with Nearpod, Flocabulary is a learning program for all grades that uses educational hip-hop music to engage students and increase achievement across the curriculum. 
And this goes for all curriculum, all grade levels, K through 12. Um, it is actually shown to increase uh, standardized test scores by 25%. Uh, and on their website, on the Flocabulary website, you can read more about that report and how they have uh, increased the scores on standardized tests. But right at the top, if you click on the word Flocabulary, it will take you right to their website. You can watch an introductory video about the program. There is even an area for you to start a free trial. Uh, and then you can learn more about the program if you've never heard of it um, or haven't seen exactly what it can do. If you scroll down to the bottom of Flocabulary.com, you'll be able to see kind of their educational library uh, and different ways that they have incorporated the hip-hop music into various areas of study. So right on this first page, you've got some point of view, five elements of a story, internet safety, there's some math and multiplication, science um, for uh, hurricanes, and for natural resources. Just a few areas, and then across the top, they've got these listed by most popular, which were the ones that I read off, but they also have it uh, based on different areas of study like language arts, math, science, social studies, life skills, and vocabulary development. On the right hand side of the newsletter you will see uh, some headphones and if you click on that link those are the November-December webinars. So every month Nearpod does a cohort webinar schedule. So if you're unsure about how to use Nearpod or any of the resources they have, you can start with some simple ways to use pre-made standalone learning activities or whole lessons. Um, these will give you little tweaks that you can go from browsing lessons to sharing them with students and then utilizing that in your classroom and possibly amazing your administrator. So if you're paying for it yourself, maybe showing your administrators how it works will get you to get the administrators to purchase a school-wide or even a district-wide lesson for you. You can register for the links with registration for the webinars. If you can't make the time, they will actually record the webinar and send you a link to that. You will get certificates of completion, which are provided, um, and then any follow-up resources that were mentioned in the webinar. So it's a great way to receive free professional development from Nearpod professionals. If you are looking to figure out how the sequence of events works when incorporating vocabulary into your lessons, uh, I have these listed through bullet points. And so you can show videos in the sequence, you can put the videos in discussion mode, which will provide prompts throughout the video. There are vocabulary cards with definition, part of speech, pronunciation. There are images, and then it shows the word in actual context in a sentence. There's a vocabulary game with questions in multiple modalities, which there's build your own beat. There's comprehension analysis, and these things also have an auto-graded feature. There's also a read and respond feature. So fiction and nonfiction text looks like standardized tests and provides students um, the ability for some comprehension analysis. So if you are looking for a tool that you want to mimic standardized tests, the read and respond feature within vocabulary will really do that for you and help your students when it comes to the spring and the standardized tests that they will be taking. There are 10 question auto graded quizzes for, for vocabulary and then also the lyric lab where you can write rhymes to demonstrate your mastery of a specific subject. At the bottom of the newsletter, I've provided some resources. So uh, within the resources, I've got the 10 best practices for implementing vocabulary, bright ideas for successful implementation, tips for math instruction, tips for reading and writing instruction, tips for science, tips for social studies, using vocabulary as an intervention tool, lesson ideas blog, and the lesson resources. On the right-hand side, you will see a little website. It looks like a task card or, or a vocabulary card. If you click on that, it actually takes you to uh, an outside website that I created, 
and lists all the different ideas uh, for the implementation of Flocabulary. And I found all of these ideas on Flocabulary's blog. So these did not come from me. They came directly from the company themselves about how to integrate Flocabulary into these different disciplines. So you can see here right across the top, uh, this was what I referenced earlier. Um, students who use vocabulary on average scored higher on state test scores and increased the vocabulary proficiency by 25%. And you can just uh, forward through this slideshow and read the information about vocabulary. So how vocabulary is used, you have an introduction or review to engage them from the beginning. You can differentiate your instruction across all learning differences. Uh, there is center work or one-to-one -one work to personalize vocabulary for every student. And then there's also project-based learning within vocabulary where you can build 21st century skills. Each one of these cards, if you click on the title at the top where it says how vocabulary is used, it will take you to that blog article and you can read uh, more in depth about how they recommend implementing their program. Next, we have the 10 best practices for implementing vocabulary. We have the standards assessment tool, begin your class or lesson with the video. You've got the pause and play, we can um, rap, rap junior, depending on the age level that you're using vocabulary with. You can use groups to differentiate. We've got formative assessments and automated classroom features, project-based learning, uh, incorporate life skills into the class and vocabulary to support any STEM classrooms. And because there are so many different areas and, and teachers are coming from so many different disciplines, um, I'm just going to show these to you very quickly. And you can go through and find out which area you need to look at most and click on the link to read more about that. Bright ideas for successful implementation. They've got everything from kindergarten, second, fourth grade, fifth grade. Um, but again, you can use it all the way up to uh, and into high school. Here are tips for math instruction. So they've got word problems, connecting math skills to real life. There's the facts challenge and videos and activities as math centers. Reading and writing, there's a blog post about common core standards for vocabulary in language arts, about capitalization, commas, parts of speech. These were just a few, they didn't even cover all of them. So you can teach and write poetry, you can assign grammar videos, focus on nonfiction and informal text through the read and respond activities. Through science, you can use, again, the weekend wrap. We've got relating the scientific method to everyday life, bringing literacy and informal text into science instruction, and connecting science to historical figures. So you're getting that cross-curriculum uh, implementation of vocabulary. Through st social studies, you can use compare and contrast with the videos that they have, create a history debate, you can time travel through historical fiction writing, bring events, current events to life through the week and rap, create a lyrical timeline, and then there are also several videos about biographies. If you teach intervention, they also have a lot of resources with regard to vocabulary as an intervention tool. There are math concepts that you can introduce. You can develop stronger implementation through graphic organizers or Microsoft's Immersive Reader. They have lesson templates for small groups. You can do the WordUp or Lyric Lab. They're also incorporating Nearpod audio submissions so students can speak instead of typing. And then you can foster social emotional learning through several of the lesson plans that they have available. If you click on the video, which is um, right at the bottom right-hand corner of my newsletter, this will take you to a PDF that Flocabulary and Nearpod have um, shared, and you can just look at what they are and how they are using Flocabulary to flex in the physical classroom, through distance learning, through hybrid. There are also four reasons Flocabulary supports learning for any setting. There are ways for you to differentiate, ensure accessibility, and check student progress. And then all the way at the bottom, it provides you with three different tiers. And in tier one, it talks about vocabulary supporting response to intervention. 
So you have the core classroom instruction at tier one, tier two provides you with targeted small group instruction, and tier three provides you with immersive individualized instruction. And at each one of these tiers, they provide you with some information about supporting that intervention. You can see up here at tier three under intense individual instruction, one of the bullet points says to empower students to personalize literacy growth with choice and access to activities that demonstrate mastery of tier two and tier three vocabulary terms. They also have adjusted video playback with lower speeds to accommodate students' needs. So many, many resources within this um, and how to personalize any individualized instruction that you might need to provide with students through vocabulary. At the bottom of the newsletter is the lesson to the ideas blog. So you can see here they've got the first blog article at the top is using vocabulary as an intervention tool. So they have all kinds of different blog posts. You can browse the blog post by topic, which is behind the scenes, conferences and events, implementation, student work, just to name a few. Um, there's also the teacher idea exchange. So those are just a few of the categories that the vocabulary blog has available for you. The last link at the bottom are lesson resources. So if you click on that, it will take you to their lesson resource subject guide and you can look at the different disciplines and try to find some lessons in the areas that you teach and see kind of what is available for that. So if I clicked on science, I have from atoms to plants, science resources of all shapes and sizes. So we've got scheduled recommendation, plan out the scope of your year, connect science with current events, use graphic organizers and end of year review. There are also subject wide lesson plans for the scientific method in everyday life. And then on the right hand side of that same page, you can easily jump to writing academic rhymes, language arts activities, social studies, and move seamlessly through different disciplines. There are so many resources that Flocabulary and Nearpod have put out uh, for this platform and this program. Um, and I know I went through a lot, but I wanted to try and cover for everybody and, and to give you an idea of the resources that are available depending on what you teach. So dig into this, head to the Flocabulary website, see what they have available, um, click on the link and see exactly how to implement Flocabulary in your discipline, whether it's language arts, math, social studies, science, or interventions, um, or maybe you just wanna show the week and wrap. Uh, there's plenty of stuff for everybody. And if you wanna see other ideas that they have, again, check out the lesson ideas blog uh, because Flocabulary is, it's an amazing tool. And if you do have Nearpod in your district, you can pull vocabulary videos and lessons right into you, your Nearpod lessons as well. That's it for this episode of the Ed Newsstand Podcast. I really appreciate you listening to the podcast or watching the video version on YouTube because I know your time is valuable. Please check out the resources in this week's newsletter all about vocabulary. Don't forget to check out the webinar schedule and click on the task cards I've provided for implementing vocabulary within your discipline or specialty. If you're still on the fence about vocabulary, check out the Lesson Ideas blog and lesson resources available on their website. A huge thank you to at Cotton Tech Coach on TikTok for her awesome resource on creating a comment bank in Google Docs. And don't forget to check out her website, Jordan Cotton, that's cotton with an E.com for her spreadsheet of tech resources. For more EdTech resources, you can follow me on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Reynolds Troy and on Instagram and TikTok at Ed Newsstand. If you're listening on any podcast platform and would like to hear more, please like and subscribe to receive updates and have any new episode automatically downloaded for you. You can also revisit my previous episodes on any major podcasting platform like Spotify, Anchor.fm, 
Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Google Podcasts. You can also check out the video version of my podcast over on my YouTube channel and check out any of the other video resources I have available. If you'd like to download my app to have my podcast and newsletters right on your smart device, please check it out at ednewstand.glideapp.io and save it to your home screen. If you don't want the app but would like to check out my resources, please visit my website at ednewstand.weebly.com. This is Troy Reynolds, and this is the Ed Newsstand Podcast, hoping you were able to take away at least one idea for your classroom. Please be safe. Until next time.